When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Of Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Yeah, let's get it. You can't go 162 and 0 without starting 1 and 0. In fact, I don't know if you even have like a twins pennant or flag, but go get it. I got a Doug McCavich box bobblehead. That'll bobble. work. That'll work. <laughs> In the on-deck circle. There we go. That'll work. That'll work. Hold on a second here. We got a little uh, Bob Casey, too. Now quit this. This is a championship event. This is a championship game. Now quit this. Amazing. Uh, welcome in to Mackie and Judd, Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment Speculation Therapy and it's a feedback Friday here, which means we dive into the uh, the email section of the Scorn Earth app. It's labeled feedback. That's the best place to send us stuff, whatever you have for us. We try to get to as many as we can across Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd on Fridays here. We actually will pull stuff from Twitter and the YouTube comment section, too. And before we get into some uh, some other twin stuff and sort of the new rules and how they played out across baseball yesterday, I think we need to start with a theme that... Uh, I and many other fans noticed yesterday and we're not happy about. So we, we go to Twitter where Paul V says, yep, it's opening day. So it's time for my first bleep you Bally sports of the season. Nick S on Twitter says, if you're wondering why fan interest in major league baseball is dwindling, this is a good place to start referring to what I'm about to get to. Ted Klein on Twitter says, for every reason you can imagine, Bally Sports at large is one of the worst apps services in the country. Eric Peterson, MLB, the professional league that openly hates fans. Mike Schneider, legendary poker player, by the way, from Minnesota. I just discovered this today as well about Bally Sports North and the standalone app I paid for a year ago up front at the start of the Wolf season, thinking I'd want it all year so I can watch Twins games on the Bally Sports North app. Can't wait for Bally's to collapse once and for all. So old Macadac was all excited, right? It takes me a while these, you know, the last three years with the twins. It's like, God, they just piss me off. You know, they, they try to go out and contend and then they miss the playoffs by 15 games, whatever it is, right? Finally worked myself up into an excitement for this season. And my wife and I, my wife had her twins jersey on yesterday. We're going to, all right, we're going to, we're going to have the game on in the afternoon, throw it on the old TCL TV. And uh, sure enough, three o'clock hits. All right, here we go. Let's uh, let's pop it open. Pop open the Bally Sports North app. Let's get this. Here we go. Wait, where is it? 
Where's the game? I can watch the replay of the Wolves game against the Suns. I don't want to do that. That's a, not a game I want to watch again. I can watch Twins spring training games. I can watch Twins highlights. Yeah, yeah. But I, is there something technically wrong? Why can't I watch? I pay $20 a month for the Valley Sports North App. Why can't I find the Twins game? And uh, many of us found out yesterday that uh, it's not enough to pay $20 a month for the Valley Sports North app. It's not enough to have YouTube TV or Hulu TV or whatever the cord cutters are streaming these days. You still have to have a brick-and-mortar cable subscription or satellite subscription, or you could go direct TV stream as well, to get access to Bally Sports North. They don't. I am standing here with a $20 bill in my hand once a month. Here's I, I am asking you, Major League Baseball, Twins, Bally's, take my money. I will pay you 20 bucks a month well, for Twins games. Take my money. And they say, now nah, we're good. Nah, that's, that's thanks for your offer. Valley's just taking. We're your doing money. so well yeah. that we don't need your money. Didn't read the fine print. That's what you didn't do. This was the whole thing. Is they said when in the fall when this went down, and baseball and basketball, or I'm sorry, hockey and basketball reached deals. They said baseball has not yet. And then I think six months after the fact, baseball has still not yet. Um, and, and I think that so. So I don't think this will ever happen now, too, because I believe it's the Padres are going or Bally's in um, San Diego is going to miss a second payment, at which point baseball is prepared to yank the Padres games off. I think that's going to happen with more of these valleys then we're ever going to see the stream that you're talking about exist so coming up next we've lost twins baseball but an exciting town ball game between arlington and waseka is on deck let's go to dick kramer who's standing in the middle of the dusty town ball fans this is a great day for baseball. Kevin Gorg down by the dugout talking to Ron, the manager of Maple Lake here. Ron. Go get him, Ron. He's still drunk from last night, we think. <laughs> so Bally's does have agreements with some of the MLB RSNs. They have the Tigers, the Royals, the Marlins, the Brewers, the Rays on the Bally Sports Plus feature that people are paying for like Phil and I. Those teams have reached agreements with Bally Sports. Those fans can watch those games in their market. The other teams, like the Twins, and I, I do not know how many other ones out there, count, probably countless ones out there, uh, those have not reached agreements yet with the Bally's and with RSNs and with the team. It is still a complete cluster bleep because I'm with Phil. I mean, I'm in, what, eight days, the regular season games, and basically here in about a couple of weeks, I should say, with the Wolves and the Wild. Well, after that, if I can't watch yeah, the Bally Sports Plus, I, well, that's still carry the playoffs, I'm saving. They'll still carry playoffs. Okay, so, so will TNT. Yes, no, they they get. I think they're blacked out in the first round, if not two rounds. I think you can do both with the playoffs, um, can't you? I don't think they do side by sides. No, I think part of the agreement, at least in hockey, basketball, I'm not as sure on, but ho- hockey, if I'm not mistaken, the first round, Bally's gets all the first round and can carry the second as well. And I and unless it's an ABC game, I I think those are not side by sides. I think if it's just but, TNT, it gets blacked out. But dude, here's the crazy thing. So yesterday, the Star Tribune came out with an article, and I don't have it in front of me, but I wrote down some notes when I was reading it yesterday. Bally Sports North has lost, or and going back to when it was oh, Fox yeah. Sports North, yeah, has it. lost fifty percent of its local subscribers in the Twin Cities in Twins territory, if you will. Fifty percent of its subscribers over the past ten years. That's in part because of cord cutting. Other different reasons, right? So 
you're sitting here, you've gone from like, I think it was like they had like 2.6 or 2.5 million subscribers 10 years ago. And now they have, or it's people opting into like lower TV tier packages where they don't pay for the sports tier or whatever it is. Right. Right. And now they're down from like one point, let's call it 2.5 down to like 1.3 million or something like that. So your audience baseball specifically, but also like the twins, your audience is getting older. It's aging out. You're having a hard time getting younger people to buy into your game. You've made some rule changes. The rule changes are fine. If people, young people, can't access your sport easily, and even Declan, I saw you tweeting yesterday, Major League Baseball still has these ridiculous rules about, like, you can't tag Major League Baseball accounts in Instagram posts. That's still a thing, yeah. I heard from someone yesterday that Major League Baseball, with, with their TV partners like Bally's, Bally Sports North is only allowed to clip like four highlights from the game for their own social per yeah. game. Yes. Because Major League Baseball is, is is so controlling over their product distribution. It's like, are you kidding me? You should want all of this stuff out there. Well, but if, if we give it away for free, no, it's promotion. It's free promotion for you if clips go viral and get shared around the Internet. Yeah, the whole MLB advanced media, which is that division that runs all that stuff, social clips and that kind of stuff, um, I – freelance for them like seven years ago in fact that's where i met Derek wetmore and was able to kind of get a foot in the door here they had some absurdly strict policies of like what i could do what i can't do what i can put on my social media what i can't put it is easily probably the most restricted i've ever been from any employee and i was a freelance guy but still i was even like i'm 21 this seems a little fishy this seems a little weird to me so and i get people are saying well just go get cable or whatever this is what right jeb would say I mean, we YouTube TV is so much better than cable. It's less money than cable. It's so much easier to access on different platforms. It's so much more intuitive and native to younger people to navigate. Um, so, no, I make your games available. Make your games available to people. Stop blacking games out on the MLB. People pay all like two hundred fifty bucks or whatever for the MLB League Pass. Let people watch your product. Here's twenty dollars a month. Take it from me. I'm asking you. I want to give you money. What type of business are you running? It doesn't make any sense. So we went over to a bar and watched the game yesterday, and then I had a bunch bunch of people floated me logins for their accounts. Like, thank you, everyone. Um, so we'll oh, figure no. it out. But Man, like, Rob Manfred's not happy with you. Screw Rob Manfred. Yeah, that guy's Rob such Manfred's a that guy's such happy. a wet piece kidding? of cardboard. As far as I saw, he's he has saved baseball. The rule changes were fantastic. The rule changes were good. The games were quicker yesterday. There was some more pace. Yep. So I will give baseball that credit. The incredible thing about the blackouts is is that I believe it is in the state of Iowa. There are five teams blacked out there. Mm-hmm. The the Twins, the Cubs, the White Sox, the Royals, and Cardinals are Dude. all, I believe, subject to blackouts. So if you're in Iowa, the the whole platform of trying to stream games makes zero sense. Dude, think about that. So Iowa, so Major League Baseball solution to Iowa, which doesn't have a team, yeah, is is in, instead of saying they don't have a team, let's let them watch every team. Right. Whatever. Their solution is they don't have a team. They're close to like six teams. Let's black out the yep. six teams so that they. It's like, what are you doing? It's the it's it's one of the last remnants of the old guard of uh, showing games on TV and teams for years and years are like, we cannot show too many home games because fans won't go. It's the, that's the this is the last vestige of that thought process. Dude. Think about if well, my last thing on this, and I'll shut up and we can talk about the game and then somebody actually uh, proposed a really interesting fun thing we can start doing here shortly but if you're baseball the number one thing you can do 
is just be the most accessible game to everyone. Mm-hmm. You can watch any game anywhere on any device. Just make it super mobile friendly because there's 162 games. Even if you're a diehard Twins fan, you're not going to sit in front of your cable TV and watch 162 games for three hours every single night. You're on the go. You've got things to do. you got kids and youth sports. you got errands to run. You're out and about at brunch on a Sunday, whatever it is, right? Make it the sport where you can just pop up your phone yep. on any platform. It Have it just be on in the background. You know, you're, you're at a bar with some buddies, like, boom, pop it up. on Like, just make it the most accessible game to start with. That's all I ask for. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that hard. You shouldn't be trying to pigeonhole people into, you must specifically subscribe to this, to, to these two cable platforms. It's like, dude, get out, just get out of my life. Get out of my life. But I am happy that, I'm happy the twins won yesterday. Was nice fantastic. job. Way to go, <laughs> the broadcast was great. I watched Way Valley's, to go, Valley. Valley Sports, Kansas City. Perk in the camera game. well. Poor Perk. Perk, uh, Perk, in the Perk, cam- Perk ghosted me. I texted him after the game, uh, after his, uh, Interview with Byron Buxton. He's uh, he ghosted me. So. Can I just ask one quick quick question about that? Why wouldn't you have if Perk is at the game? And I know we talked to Buxton post game and Rocco pregame, but why wouldn't you have Perk in the booth? He should be in the booth. Yeah, with what's Morneau, he, he's, just, he's just sitting down there in the camera while doing yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah. He was basically just the sideline reporter, but he, you know, it, it, it made no sense. I agree. I think Perk's give give a three man booth. Him and Morney have some good chemistry. Yeah. They they can give yeah. Dick some crap. Yeah. So uh, Buxton with a triple. You had uh, Lopez with a nice little gem, and then you run out a bunch of 100-mile-an-hour flamethrowers in your bullpen to to ride this thing out. So a nice little blueprint for the first game of the season for the Twins. Want to know. In addition to it being, because of the new rules, a brisk, crisp game, which I loved, um, do you know what I like the most, too? I like the fact that the Twins didn't play a stupid game. What One of my biggest problems last year was despite the shifts in the field and on the bases they were just a stupid team and i know they stranded a ton of guys i think they did leave the bases loaded three times okay so this was far from a perfect game but they played a smart game they actually played a smart game and and that was to me refreshing because i really outside of like correa last year just became a complete bungling mess and it was like okay but we're waiting for a home run it's like well it's not coming right like how how crisp did that game feel, not only from a pace standpoint, but how the Twins played? And I'm going to give you one play that I thought in particular was just awesome to watch, and it's a small play. But the bases loaded, three, two, four, double play, turns turned seamlessly, starting with Gallo. When you can execute stuff like that, and I think we, we take it for granted because he should, but that's the type of play where I'm like, okay, that's a really nice, well-executed play. I think I missed that play because I was in transit over yeah. to try and you know find the game on TV somewhere. Hey, so, I'm sure I it was a great, it. I'm sure it was a great and play. And you know what else I liked? Yeah, and I and I, maybe there would have been a highlight, nah, but you know uh, you're only limited to four. Well, they couldn't yeah, put that media, one on. It so. had to be the Buxton triple. <laughs> the other thing that I absolutely very small thing, but I absolutely adored about that game was Christian Vasquez can catch. And I don't know if you guys appreciate this or or not, but I spent all last year bitching about it, so I will give credit. Did you notice when he received the ball, we didn't get the exaggerated glove shooting all (laughs) over the strike zone? Like you're the only one that has, like, OCD when it comes to watching that. I've never heard anyone else be annoyed by the way a pitcher frames Because they are called receivers for a reason. You receive the ball quietly. He He did a great job. I loved it. 
Don't be stupid. I don't think that art is going to matter in about three years from now. Because well, you're going to have an electronic strike zone, and the catcher can just sit back there and let the ball bounce off his face mask, and it won't and, matter. And you know what? With the Saints starting next week at home, they are going to be a team with an electronic strike zone. There you go. So in, in AAA, it's not going to, at least at CHS Field, matter one damn bit. Yeah. You're right. On the rule changes across the league, so we had 10 games under three hours, two games yeah. that were two hours and 15 minutes. We only had an average of one violation, one pitcher violation, pitch clock violation per game. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of hitters ones in there, too, because, you know, it'll take a minute. But uh, they've been doing it all throughout spring training. And then 21 stolen bases yesterday. And, Declan, you found that there was only six stolen bases opening day of 2022. Correct. So give me give me the action, man. Give me – it might sound stupid, but oh. give me a hard ground ball up the middle and a runner going from first to third. Give me a couple stolen bases in here. It was – yeah, you know, when Ricky Henderson, now I sound like an old fart, but like, yeah, yeah let's go. When Ricky Henderson is doing 130 bases a year, it's kind of fun. Like it adds a new dynamic to the game that Vince Coleman. Okay, I'll be more recent with it. Ben Revere, okay? Juan like in Pierre. the last 10 years. Juan Pierre. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Juan Pierre. Luis Castillo. You know, even when like Byron Buxton once Juan stole, tw- I think, 20 bases in a season, I don't think yep. they're going to let him do that, but. Everything just kind of felt more crisp, up tempo. Just let's get on with the show here. You're not cutting out any action. You're just cutting out the dead time between the action. So um, mm-hmm. we'll see how it kind of manifests. I think Royce, you brought up a good point that hitters are going to have to process at bats much more quickly. You're not going to get 30 seconds to think about what that last pitch was and what it might mean for the next pitch. You better get up there because at the eight second mark, you have to be in the box ready to hit and thinking about what might happen. So we'll see. Same thing with the pitchers, too, because even Pablo kind of, even though he was able to work himself out in the judge's point, that Gallo DP was incredibly turned. That was That's a tough play, too. I mean, he's running in. There's a yeah. runner coming at him. Like There's a bunch of things that could go wrong there, and, and he executed it well. But but Pablo, I think, kind of pitched himself into trouble there where he's loading the bases, and he's trying to pitch quick, too. I think all these guys, hitters and pitchers, are going to take a little bit of an adjustment period to get ready. Uh, but but I, I did I kind of agree with Judd as much as I'm that old man yelling with crowds. I'm the youngest guy on the show. It felt like they played a much more smarter and cleaner game for the most part yesterday. It, it was the biggest difference I've seen in a sport, like a single uh, or adjustments to a sport since hockey came back post lockout in 2005, six. And I remember like the first month of games, I, I would like my brain was having trouble processing the speed. I felt that yesterday, like it's going to take me like two weeks to get used to it's going fast, 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 but I absolutely love it. And, and I do, I think that these rule changes are the greatest thing baseball has done to acknowledge our sport had to be fixed. And what I would argue, and I, I don't know if, if you guys would agree or not, I would argue that this is taking the game because of these changes back to what it's supposed to be. Like, I don't think that this is some new, oh my yeah. God. I, I mean, nobody ever intended for the Red Sox Yankees time of games to become the norm. It was just a byproduct. So, like, I don't see this and think they're screwing with my game. I think, no, this is the game I recognize now. Yep. I've seen some rumblings that maybe they should eliminate the pitch clock for the postseason so you can let drama build. No. No, screw that. You got two and a half hours to let the drama build. (laughs) Did you see that? I saw an entire column on, okay, the Otani Trout WBC at bat, right? Which Which was great theater. But that type of drama is now gone. And what and how are you going to feel about it being gone? Dude, okay, first of no. all, that's a one-off. Like that is as rare as it's going to get. And two, I'm going to feel pretty damn good if Mike Trout has to stay in the box. 
Well, yeah. If you, okay, let's run that at bat back and have it be a little bit more quickly paced. Are you going to sit there and think, boy, that moved too fast? When the when when an offense in the NFL is running a no huddle, boom, up to the line of scrimmage, boom. Boy, I wish yeah. there was like more space between the plays so that the drama could build. I want also back. if you've made these decisions to make your sport better and more consumable. Why would you eliminate those parameters when the most people are watching? Right. Which is the playoffs. Right. Doesn't make any sense. And now they're not. And now they're going to have to stay up extra late again, which means they're probably going to check out. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. So anyhow, all right, back to the feedback here. Tyler Smith says, any chance of a random Viking of the week, but do it on the Score North YouTube channel and Mackie and Judd and do random Twins Wild Wolves players? During uh, during some of the weeks, I like this. Love that game. I have fun playing along. Do you guys think we should do? We do random Viking of the week. Should we do random Minnesota athlete of the week on Mackie and Judd? Yes, I think with the parameters though of like what sport you're doing, because because then we're just guessing three different sports. Yeah, it shouldn't uh, be yes. But yes, I love this hmm. idea. There's plenty of random wild and twins and wolves players. Okay. Well, I mean, I just just happen to have one prepared oh, here oh, wow. for you guys. Jason Tyner. Oh, it's uh no, it's not Jason Tyner, but that's a good one for future years. It's the for this. So I agree with Declan. We'll narrow it down before we start to a sport or a team, so you're not just like trying to figure out for a half hour what sport are we talking about. I have for you guys the first ever random Minnesota twin of the week here. Okay. So or we call it the random Minnesota athlete, random Minnesota athlete, and this one is a former Minnesota twin. Okay. Okay. Got it. Are you guys ready? And we can now, uh, we'll figure out how to, maybe we can alternate or something. Judd, would you ever want to put together clues or do you yeah, just I'll like? put together clues, no. Okay. I'll do it, yeah. We no can problem. rotate around so no we can all kind of face each other. Yeah, I like it. All right, here we go. I have a series of clues. I will throw them out to you guys. You can shout out answers whenever you want. Up to three incorrect guesses. You can ask me questions I can refuse to answer. Here we go. All right. This random Minnesota twin hails originally from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Judd was about to guess someone there. I feel like no, I'm th- no. I was thinking. I now have a place of birth. Keep going. This random Minnesota twin was a second round draft pick, straight out of high school. By the way, in his senior season of high school, he went fourteen and two with hundred forty seven strikeouts. Committed to attend LSU to play college baseball, but then instead chose Major League Baseball. You know. Because he got yeah, drafted in the second round. Yeah, the guy I'm thinking of is a first-round pick, so, all right. Okay. This random Minnesota twin played for 10 different major league teams. The Twins, Cleveland, the Yankees, the White Sox, White Sox. the Brewers, the Mets, the Mariners, the Braves, the Diamondbacks, and the Royals. That was a lot of and I'll say he played for Cleveland before they changed their name. Just, just saying. The Gardos. Uh, the Gardos. Uh, Joey Gallo is a twin. 
They spent a whole thing on that. Stu was just naming random uh, baseball players that now play for other teams. And Dan <laughs> Levitar was like, when did Joey Gallo sign with the Twins? They had yeah. no idea. Oh, right. of course. Sneakiest of course. move of the offseason. Mm-hmm. So this, okay, I'm going to take a guess. Oh, here we go. Anthony Swarzak. That's a great guess. That's a great wow. Guess. That's wow. a great guess. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes. Anthony yes. Swarzak. I'm on a heater. What? I'm on a heater. <laughs> That's an incredible guess. Judd Zolgad coming in. a ton of teams. Amazing. I didn't realize it was second round draft pick. Seven, uh, uh, seven shutout innings, I think, in his twin, in his major league debut with the Twins. Was it? I think I, I, I believe Dick. We had a little bit of a bramergasm when he struck out the last guy in the seventh around his curtain call. That seven <laughs> strong shutout innings on this rookie pitcher in his major league <laughs> debut. So he, some other clues here for you guys. He was one of the top-rated prospects in the Twins' farm system before a 50-game suspension in the minor leagues for violating the minor league drug policy in 2007. He was smoking weed. You weren't supposed oh. to be smoking weed back in oh, those days in that. the minors. I could see him smoking weed. Made $18.3 million playing baseball, was part of the infamous Fun Bunch in the Twins' clubhouse, and then... Uh, was a lights-out reliever for a couple seasons with other teams. I didn't know he was uh, part of the Fun Bunch. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I believe the Fun Bunch was Anthony Swarzak, Luke Hughes, Trevor Plouffe. Um, Valencia? Danny Valencia. Swaggy V. And there was a couple other guys in there. There was a couple other, like, you know how you got the four, you know, you got the Rolling Stones, but then there's some, there's some like session music- musicians yeah. that'll come in, yeah. like a bass player that was the on a couple albums. Backs yeah. them up, yeah. So there was a couple guys like that that would kind of mix in and out of the the fun Check bunch. But... New Britain Rockets, Danny Valencia. Oh, I thought he scores that. No, I wish I had one. Look at that. Look at the glasses. Swaggy V. Corner locker. Can I have a corner locker, please? Corner. So, uh, yes, yeah, so now the Cuddy's gone. Uh, I get that corn locker, right? Can I have the corn no, locker? you don't, Dan. <laughs> You don't. So, all right, there's your your feedback Friday here, at least part one. We're going to hit you with a part two Viking-centric as well on Mackie and Judd. And welcome random Minnesota athlete to the fold like as a new Mackie and Judd staple segment. We'll figure out what day to put that on, but we, I think we can mix that in starting right now every single week. So, all right, cool. Thanks for hanging with us.